This is the Thorn Podcast, Performance Edition, the show that navigates the complex world of sports science and explores the latest research in diet, nutritional supplements, and the human body. I'm Joel Totoro, Director of Sports Science at Thorn. As a reminder, statements in this podcast have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Any products mentioned are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Thorn Podcast Performance Edition. Joining me today is Bryce Smith, a coach for Team Invictus, former Division I basketball player, international professional basketball player, and qualifying athlete to the CrossFit Games for four years in a row. Today, we're going to talk about your time doing CrossFit, what you're looking forward to with the games this year, and maybe a few coaching tips for our listeners. First, Bryce, welcome to the pod. How's it going? I'm really excited to be here, man. My relationship with Thorn has a special place in my heart. And I'm really excited to connect with you guys today. Yeah, we're super excited to have you on there. And that was short, but there was a lot in that introduction, but I don't think it quite <laughs> does your background justice. So can you take a couple of minutes and take us inside your path to how you found CrossFit and eventually coaching? Yeah, man. You know, I, I have quite a, a very joy-filled journey to CrossFit. My upbringing was in Los Angeles, California, and, and I was very thankful my parents had us outside all the time. You know, we did a really cool job. We were very fortunate to grow up in a cul-de-sac and my brother and I were out there playing every sport known to man between one-on-one basketball, one-on-one tackle football, soccer, baseball, hide and seek, capture the flag, you know, always striving to emulate, you know, some of the, the athletes that we were fortunate to watch. And then, you know, obviously trying to recreate the sandlot, which every kid of course wanted to do back in the day. (laughs) and um you know just just kind of through that upbringing you know and and then competitively getting after a little bit of track and field and playing basketball growing up I I really gravitated towards basketball that was something that I found the most joy you know as a child it was a place where I could really problem solve really well and it, it was a low barrier to entry in the sense of you needed a hoop and a ball you didn't always need other people to play with. You could set up cones or you could use imagery and that, and that kind of stuff to, you know, problem solve things in life or to try to get better at the craft. And, you know, I'm sure our, our neighbors growing up hated the bounce, bounce, bounce that, that they had to listen to all the time. But um, yeah, man, basketball found, found a really special place in my heart. I was very fortunate to have a father that was very active. And so he, he would wake up incredibly early in the morning, work all day. But then when he came home, we were fortunate to have like a little garage weight room set up. And so, um, you know, while I was in the yard kind of playing, you know, just as a young child, just observational learning, watching, watching my father lift weights in different forms and fashion really uh, sparked my curiosity and my interest. And so, you know, as I got older, he integrated that with my brother and my sister and I. And so physical activity was like a a huge part of our upbringing. And, you know, later on, and we we can get into it a little bit later, you know, I I found some formalities within sport and within strength and conditioning and within my education. Perfect. So we've worked together for a few years now. Can you talk a little bit about how you found Thorn and how you've been able to incorporate it into your training and recovery? Yeah, man. So... You know, I've been very fortunate with the directions that I've kind of headed with regards to my education and the people that I've been very fortunate to connect with. I think I got to Invictus here in San Diego. So I, I, I work at Invictus Fitness. We have 
facilities all over the world now, but I'm very fortunate to be at our facility here in San Diego. I want to say in 2015 or 2016 is um, one of the years where I was competitively training for the CrossFit Games. And, you know, with, within the health and wellness space, there's, there's a ton of supplements out there. I mean, you can walk, walk into GNC and it's an overabundance of, you know, different types of products and different types of things that you're not really sure, right? They, they, they overpromise and underdeliver based on the things on the label. You don't really know what's clean and what's not clean. And CJ was able to form, CJ is our owner at Invictus, and he was able to form a relationship with Michael Shelley, who was a current member for us. And, you know, he was training at one of our facilities in San Diego at the time. And he and I started to build a little bit of a relationship. And I really admired that, you know, despite working in the supplement field, he also practiced the craft. He came in and trained and you know, he took part in jujitsu and he was willing to have some of those uncomfortable conversations explaining the ins and outs associated with Thorne. And at the time, you know, our mantra was just like full effort, full victory. Give your best effort and the outcome will be where you want it to be. Well, little did we know that, you know, training four or five hours a day, you know, hitting some caffeine here and there and not really taking care of recovery eventually has an expiration date where, you know, we weren't really taking care of ourselves as well as we could. You know, we got some body work here and there. We tried to take some rest days and integrate a little bit of mobility. But, you know, at the end of the day, we needed the physical data of our health biomarkers from a blood panel. And so Mike suggested that we all get a blood panel. And then based on the deficiencies that become present within the blood panel, we could then connect with Thorne and you know, try our best to gap fill some of those deficiencies and raise those health biomarkers. And so at the time, training too much, you know, I had very elevated cortisol levels. I wasn't getting to sleep at an appropriate time. So I had lifestyle factors that needed to you know, have adjustments. And honestly, it was all about awareness and education in the beginning and you know, how to optimize certain, certain things based on training structure, training timeline, work structure, work timeline, and then pre-sleep routine. You know, what does a morning routine look like? And then integrating the supplements to be exactly that, to supplement good habits, not necessarily be the answer to the world's problems. And so based on some of the deficiencies within that first blood panel, Mike helped assign and facilitate understanding and, and reading of that blood panel. And then we were issued supplements from Thorne, which after three months taking the supplements, integrating enhanced lifestyle design and upgrading my personal operating system based on their suggestions and their education, I was able to enhance my biomarkers. My performance started to increase. My motivation, both intrinsically and extrinsically, started to improve because I was having fun again. It wasn't oh man, my, my knees bothering me when I squat, oh, my hips bothering me when I run, my shoulders bothering me when I press or when I handstand walk or when I do gymnastics. And so I was so appreciative of the help that they provided. And, you know, also was really impacted and bought in when I saw the, the physical data on a follow-up blood panel to see the improvements within my health biomarkers that I was like, you know what, I'm all in. For a company that represents a lot of the Olympic sports, they have their own labs. They're very transparent to allow me to have access to them to gain knowledge and education that I can facilitate to family, 
loved ones, friends, clients, and training partners. And then most importantly, it's a very eyebrow raising topic when you think about you know, performance enhancing drugs. And I was very thankful that you guys from Thorn provided an avenue for drug-free sport approved. So that way I felt comfortable and confident taking the supplements personally, if I were to be drug tested, which I was many times from CrossFit, and then simultaneously suggesting these supplements to clients or, or military personnel looking to enhance their health biomarkers in a safe and efficient fashion, that's not going to potentially put their job or their career at risk. Yeah, I mean, I think you, I think you basically summed up the Thorn philosophy right there very well. I would say we we try to be a one size fits one company, right? And really think it's important for for people to have it, have a, understand why they're taking what they're taking and, and what they should be looking for. You know, you mentioned your your journey with biomarkers. Uh, I talk a lot in the human performance world. So many people want to focus on that top, you know, extra performance. You know, everyone's got a pre-workout. They think that's good. But I, I talk a lot about most of our adaptations are at the human level. Like you talked about finding those deficiencies, kind of the, the foundational nutrients we need just to do the things we do every day. So it, for those who, those are your clients who don't have access to a full blood panel or haven't really committed to that level. How do you coach them? to realize how much they need to optimize out. It's not just during the workout. It's not just while they're in the gym. How do you really impress on them the importance of that? And, and what do you see kind of the responses for that first buy-in? It's such a great question. I mean, you mentioned the human element. And you know, at the end of the day, we are all human beings. We're not human doings. And I think one of the things that, get, that we get lost in is this pressure to succumb to the speed of the rat race. And I think the famous John Wooden always said, be quick, but don't hurry. And in the element of not hurrying and slowing down a little bit for people that don't have access to, you know, blood panel to, to see physical data within their blood of health biomarkers, I have them just press pause. I have them grab a pen and paper and practice a little bit of journaling, practice a little bit of reflection, whether that's on a walk, in a sauna, in an ice bath or simply meditating so that they, they can slow down and pay attention to those signals, right? Your body will tell you if you're having chronic low back pain, okay, maybe there's, there's a psychosomatic issue there. Maybe there's a biomechanical deficiency. Maybe we're holding stress there. Maybe we, in our upper traps where most people hold their work stress from typing and talking on the phone, maybe that these are things that we need to pay attention to. And through reflection, I have people try to pay attention to their signals. And, you know, one of the things that I try to push with regards to, you know, our Invictus clientele and my personal Built by Bryce community that I've been fortunate to work with is really that there's many spokes in the wheel. It's not just health and human performance. It's also love and relationships. There's finances, there's adventure, you know, there's, there's joy. There's so many different spokes in the wheel. And, you know, oftentimes we just look at this like, health and performance and maybe we throw family in there but like there's sleep quality and there's all these different lifestyle factors that play a huge role with regards to our being paying attention to some of those signals you know really enables us to see some consistency especially if we write it down I always say writing fills the gaps within our thinking. It's one of the things that I say on probably every single podcast and almost every conversation I have, because I really do believe it. Because when you, when you think it, it lives rent-free in between your ears. But when you write it or you say it out loud, now it becomes real. 
And so, you know, certain people having issues with inflammation, for example, which seems to have the biggest correlative factor to disease and whatnot, you know, I try to, you know, emphasize to people like, okay, let's look at lifestyle design. Let's, let's look at your habits each and every day. Let's look at your relationship to blue light, the computer and the phone. Let's think about like what you're ingesting. Are you eating real food? Are you treating people appropriately? Do you have a great pre-sleep routine? And if they're able to dial in compliance with regards to all of those lifestyle factors, and they're still dealing with some sort of inflammation, it's like, okay, let's look to potentially supplement here. Maybe we need, we need to integrate super EPA from Thorn. Maybe we need to integrate a high dosage of curcumin in the form of Mariva, which you guys provide. Maybe we need to lean into potentially vitamin D or magnesium, which you know, as we've looked at with the research, the majority of the population is incredibly deficient there. Maybe we need to have a conversation about zinc and how that's, you know, affecting hormonal factors, you know, and, and, and a lot of that is just, you know, things that you can Google, right? Like Thorne does a great job of providing education around their supplementation. And so, you know, I typically look at, let's look at consistency with lifestyle factors. Let's create a, a, a recurring documentation. So that way, we're seeing patterns and trends with regards to one's lifestyle and the, and the symptoms that they're experiencing, you know, and then if we've dialed in compliance on all those things, like, all right, let's lean into potential supplementation. Let's have a conversation around how to optimize the entire human versus a hit this quick dose of caffeine. It's going to mask your pain, take some ibuprofen. It's going to get you through your workout. And now you can get that, you know, first score on the leaderboard. And like, that's a short term benefit, right? And then you're, you're affecting gut, gut biome, you're affecting mood, you have this false perception of reality and, and, and you know, the, the caffeine ibuprofen fix, I basically look at it like you have a hole on your wall and you're just taking a picture and you're putting it over it temporarily. You didn't actually fix the hole in the wall. And what I loved about Thorne is, you know, they were like, hey, here are the symptoms you're experiencing. Let's actually try to get to the root cause and let's like have a team of things come together to try to properly solve the problem versus let's just hit a quick fix. So that way you can get back out on the, on the competition floor. And that just didn't fit with my ethos. And, you know, hopefully that, that, that gives you a little bit of insight as to how we try to recommend supplements because they're exactly that they supplement the human. Stress, particularly chronic stress, can negatively impact every aspect of health, from cardiovascular health to weight management, to sleep, to immune function, and everything in between. In today's stressed out society, Thorn offers a set of unique nutritional supplements that can help you manage daily stress. One example is Thorn's Hemp Oil Plus, the highest quality hemp stock oil on the market. Hemp Oil Plus is formulated with the complementary ingredients that help you better manage stress and anxious feelings. Hemp Oil Plus is just one of many unique stress support solutions Thorne offers to help you find your happy place. Visit Thorne.com to learn more. That's T-H-O-R-N-E.com. I always say that the human body is the best wearable you can have, right? Like if you're feeling something, it's true. And it's on, it's on people like you, people like me to help 
you know, our, our clients figure out what is causing that, right? But I think one of the things you hit on is, is really just understanding, taking that moment to realize, I think so many of our athletes just normalize the suck for lack of a better word, like to forget like, oh yeah, no, I'm not supposed to have pain every day, right? I'm not supposed to be low energy every day. And that's something I, I think people don't, don't take the time to step back and do that personal inventory and really figure out what is, what is limiting me, right? And then what does science say? And, and who are the experts who can find me? So I think that's great. And it kind of leads me into my next question. What about being a competitor and a coach at the same time at, at one point, but what did you learn from being an athlete made you a better coach? And what from coaching has made you a better competitor? I've been, I've been very fortunate in, in my life that I've always gravitated towards education. My parents really instilled this unique harmony of both education and the physical. And so I kind of look at it as like the theoretical, that's kind of the learning, the books, the science behind things, but then the practical, which is actually the practice. And um, funny story, I, I mentioned growing up in, in a cul-de-sac and then I was very fortunate. There was a lot of neighbor kids out playing. And so when they would play, I'd always look at my mom, like, mom, I want to go play too. And she'd be like, well, you have to finish your homework first. And I, I always gave pushback on that. And somehow I was a very good student, but my mom did this cool thing where she, she sat down with me together. We made flashcards. So then like, if I got, you know, five flashcards, correct, I got to take a shot or she would play catch with me for a few minutes, or we would kick the soccer ball for a little bit, or like I got to run around the block real quick. And so physical activity became almost a reward system for me. And so I think about that with regards to, you know, how to incentivize the psychology of an individual. And so back in the day, I used to be all about spreadsheets and uh, all about preparation. And I leaned into just that concept of like, you know, lack of preparation is preparing to fail. But then I came to realize that when people were coming in to see me on a customized approach and I was providing individual program design, I would have, you know, Joe Schmo coming in on a Monday after a weekend of ice hockey and golf and, you know, running around with his kids. And I'd sit down on a Sunday for three or four hours and design, you know, a six week squat program for him. And he'd come in and be like, Bryce, like my knee hurts a little bit. Like, I don't think I should squat today. And I, in my mind, I get so frustrated. I'm like, I just spent four hours of my time building out this program for you. And I, I wouldn't necessarily say that to them, but it was, it was the wheels spinning kind of in my head. And so over time, through my education and through lots of experience and trial and error, I came to realize that you can intuitively coach a little bit. And so when people came in, I started building things out based on their feedback and just through observation. And so I came up with a concept called the Dirty 30, which by all means is not rocket science. It, I, I like the number 30 because the first 10 reps of a movement, just kind of moving at conversational pace, seeing where you're at. The second 10 reps are kind of like a moderate pace where you're kind of like setting the intention for the day. And the third 10 reps are meant to be like pretty fast as if they were like very intentional as if you were in like a measurable workout. And so what I assign to people is a 30 calorie assault bike or machine just to up core body temperature, 30 air squats, 30 push-ups, 30 strict pull-ups. And then I took a page out of the famous strength coach, Dan John's book, and I assign a 400 meter farmer carry. So people are getting a little bit of grip strength, time under tension and stimulation of the, of the central nervous system. And when you look at that, 
if I'm seeing somebody three days a week, well, they're now getting 90 reps of total volume accumulation. And so, you know, naturally before our session even starts, they're enhancing their activity level, especially in simple modalities like an air squat, a push up, and a pull up. You know, and if, if they don't have the pull up right off the bat, we can play with different forms of pulling in the form of ring rows, banded pull ups, jumping negatives, uh, bent over rows, different forms and fashions to try to enhance the pulling strength of the individual. Um, and obviously doing it at their own body weight. So then, you know, if it's really hard, it motivates people to want to, you know, enhance their body composition and decrease, you know, a little bit of fat, enhance a little bit of muscle. If it's super easy, it's like, all right, maybe my lower extremity is super light and I need to start getting a little bit stronger. And so within the modality and some of these practical applications, I've developed this unique ability to intuitively coach people based on their feedback, based on my observation and based on emotional intelligence, which is reading body language, seeing where they're at when they come into the facility. And that worked so well with regards to Thorn for me because you know, Thorne doesn't have this like super supplement stack. Every athlete should take this. It's like, no, this is a customized approach based on where you're at in your journey. And, you know, all of us are at a different point within our journey to, you know, whatever the destination is. And, you know, I've, I've been very fortunate with regards to the Invictus Mindset podcast to do what selfishly I call it just getting like an MBA. Cause like, I feel like I'm talking to some of the smartest high performers on the planet and a very common theme that I see or a common thread that I like to pull out with all of our guests is that like the journey is the destination. It's who you become in the process of trying to improve yourself and move the needle 1% every single day. And I think Thorne really aligns well with that. I think the educational process and the very clear transparency is cool for me because we're not going at this from a, a standpoint of like, I'm the expert, you need to listen to me, I, I put in time and energy into this craft. It's like, no, 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 I am actually a participant and I am striving to learn and add tools to my toolbox every single day. And I'm very fortunate to have my education exercise physiology and be able to chat with our amazing Invictus staff every day and constantly learn and evolve by listening to podcasts and audiobooks and blink, Blinkisting things and, you know, exposing myself to extreme elements of vulnerability in order to learn. And I think what people love and why they kind of gravitate towards me a little bit is because it's a suggestive approach. It's a journey we go on together. And, you know, I express vulnerability and there's days where my answer is, I don't know, but I'd love to explore it and try to find out. And I think Thorne does a really good job of that. They don't, they don't fake it till you make it. They give me a very authentic vibe. And when they don't know something, it's like, hey, I don't know. Or, hey, we actually don't offer that right now, but we potentially will. We'll try to evolve it over time. We'll have the conversation. We're taking feedback from our athletes, from our coaches, and from the trends that we're seeing in the space to try to implement safe protocols to enhance the value that we're providing. And that's something that I kind of try to do on my end as well. And I think that that is that's just kind of a, an, an approach that seems to work for us right now. And more importantly, it, it, it leads to the building of some really dope relationships. And, you know, I, I, at the end of the day, I'll share a, a cool, quick story with you, you know, that I think is, is relevant, um, uh, relevant from two aspects, and I'll touch on both. 
Um, in 2018, I was my final year going to the CrossFit Games on the team side of things. And after qualifying, I received a call from my sister that my dad was diagnosed with stage four terminal brain cancer. I was, I was in shock. You know, I was, I was how old was I? Uh, 27 or 28 at the time. And I just remember going out, sitting on the curb and just crying, like, why? Like, why did this happen? He was incredibly active. He was nice to people. He, he tried to do all these things the right way. And, you know, sat with it for a little bit, still decided that I wanted to commit to, you know, going to the 2018 CrossFit Games. And so that year I was going back and forth between training in San Diego, working in San Diego, going up to LA to be with my dad in the hospital and trying to like go on this rotation to be there for my dad. And I remember sharing this with Mike and the Thorn team. And he was like, hey, man, let me do some, some gentle, quick research to see what things can help on the inflammatory side of things to see how we can potentially help your dad. Mike sent like four packages to my dad's house of appropriate supplements that you know, would potentially help with my dad's health biomarkers. They said that he would live five months. He actually lived 12. And so, you know, you can call it placebo, you can call it fate, you know, he, he had very great care within the hospital setting as well. You know, I, I always remember that story in the sense of like, who was there when nobody else was. And, you know, Thorne and Mike, you know, Mike Shelley are, are, are two people that were consistent and very supportive in that. And, you know, right around that time, I remember sitting in the hospital looking at my dad and I was thinking to myself, man, I know this man is my father but he had this whole life before I ever existed. I want to know about that. I want to know about his upbringing and why, you know, he, fitness became a thing for him. I want to know about his childhood and his relationships with his siblings and his, and his mom and dad. I want to know the advice that he would give on the financial side of things. I want to know the advice he'd give on the real estate side of things, on the relationship side of things, the stories and the ins and outs of how he met my mom. So every time he'd wake up between his chemotherapy sessions, I just interview him and I was like, whoa, everybody has a story we know absolutely nothing about. I think I want to go on what I describe as a listening tour and interview some of the world's top performers and connect with people on their podcast to help share my story and his story. And hopefully through this exploration, we realize that like, we're all just trying to figure it out together. None of us are like have the answers. None of us are real, really experts or masters, but in theory, participants, we're lifelong learners, we're professional mistake makers, we're relationship builders. And uh, through, through that, I came to realize that the most successful people in the world are comfortable having uncomfortable conversations. You know, how do you, how do you get better, you know, at shooting a basketball or, you know, working on, on your snatch? You have to express extreme vulnerability. You have to be bad. You have to be a white belt. And like, just like you guys, when I started, you know, the Invictus Mindset podcast, I'd listen and, and I'd be like, man, I suck. And then every time I was like, you know what, I'm just going to water that plant. I'm going to add a little bit of fertilizer. And before you know it, maybe something will sprout. Maybe something beautiful will come from it and it'll be able to motivate and inspire and empower the world in some capacity. But I think I'm ready to take that leap of being vulnerable and taking whatever criticism comes along with it. Because I think that within the vulnerability, some bit of magic is going to spark something for somebody. And hopefully some of these conversations lead to being somebody else's survival guide.
I think that puts a perfect bow on the first part of this conversation. You're making my job entirely too easy. For now, we have to say goodbye. I want to thank our listeners for tuning into this first episode with Bryce. Stay tuned for the second episode where we dive into some of your questions. Until next time. Sounds good. Thanks for listening to the Thorn Podcast Performance Edition. Make sure to never miss an episode by subscribing to the show on your podcast app of choice. You can also learn more about the topics we discussed by visiting thorn.com and checking out the latest news, videos, and stories on Thorn's Take 5 Daily blog. For this performance edition of the Thorn Podcast, I'm Joel Totoro, reminding everyone to stay active and stay hydrated.